Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Colts Cast. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts Cast. Alongside me, as always, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here. Yo, yo. We're here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. Make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button so you can be notified on every new episode. Please be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Colts Cast. That's where we're most active at. Uh, and on Instagram at ColtsCast. Not only will you see new episodes posted on there, but you will see updates from us, polls we run, highlight videos, and hot takes we tweet. Again, that's at the ColtsCast on Twitter and at ColtsCast on Instagram. Jamal, I got a question. What's up? You ready to toss some Indianapolis Colts? Man, you already know I'm ready. But before we get started, man, you know, I'm still in the process of setting up my room. Uh, so it's still, it's still in work. Once we get it all done, we'll, we'll post some pictures on Twitter, but I had to show you real quick, man. I got these new cases for, uh, for my Peyton tickets when he was here, bro. So now I ain't got to worry about them ripping up. So I was able wow. to put them in here and now we got them. I'll be able to hang them on the walls. That's pretty dope. So then my club seats, whatever, dope. when I was there, but yeah, man, uh, $5,000 seats. Hey, you know, so only, only the best. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> see him. You gotta see him when he's in action. <laughs> You might be nah. the biggest Colts fan I know. Hey, I try to be at least. I'll let's give get you this that. work in. All right, let's get it. So on today's episode, we will review and go into detail on PFF's preseason power rankings to see how we stack up to the rest of the league. So on July 4th, PFF released an NFL power rankings ahead of the 2022 season. The rankings are divided up into five tiers, those being true contenders, could be their year, eyes on the playoffs, stuck in limbo, and rebuilding. Jamal, where do you think we land in there? If, it, if, if that's all I told you and I said they made a list, where would we be at? I, I would put us in could be their year if I, if I had to because we got some flaws. Okay. So I think I would put us in that could be their year. Okay. Well, we're not – it must not be our year because we are not in there. <laughs> we are in the eyes on the playoff tier, and we sit at a cool number 15. Yikes. The middle? Yeah, but I honestly, I think this list is very well done by San Monson of PFF. I do think, you know, one team should be higher, and that's the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a little biased there. Um, Here's what they said about us. So in their excerpt at 15, and I quote, In a tough spot after a failed Carson Wentz experiment last season, the Colts somehow managed to upgrade at quarterback this offseason with a franchise-altering cost, or without a franchise-altering cost. Matt Ryan may be a declining force, but he still ranked eight places higher than Wentz in PFF grades last season, and is at his best in a dome. The Colts were a Wentz disaster away from the playoffs a season ago. <laughs> and they should have their sights firmly set on playoff football again this year. So what do you think about that, Jamal? Man, you know, I, I am I am biased towards the Wentz experiment. So a lot of this I can't argue with. Uh, you know, with Matt Ryan being in here, again, like they said, he's a declining force, but he's still got some gas in the tank, man. I, I, I think that he is seasoned. Um, he is mature and he is, he is trustworthy enough 
that he will make the right decisions in the right time. We're not going to see those left-handed shovel passes. We're not going to see a yeah. lot of, you know, irrational stuff that we wouldn't see from from a seasoned quarterback or a quarterback who's been in the playoff multiple times. So I, I definitely, I have to agree. Uh, we'll talk about the ranking, you know, how I feel about where they ranked us. But I, I do, I do actually agree with the excerpt. I think it's pretty spot on, you know, um, we made it nine and eight with Carson Wentz at quarterback. I mean, so <laughs> it, it should only go up from there to be honest with you. But what about you? Carson Wentz, Mr. Hero ball. Yeah. Yeah. Some games out there. He's, he made questionable decisions. You know, he, he was out there like he was playing the Game of Thrones, like had to had to do the big pass every time, <laughs> had to make sure he came out a hero. I I agree for most of that. So Matt Ryan is an upgrade. I think most people would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz was a disaster, and I don't think you can argue at least the last two weeks of the season. Yeah, COVID did hit us hard in January. We had a number of players hurting from it. Still, in a must-win game, I think twice, Wentz showed us he really wasn't it. He really wasn't the truth. <laughs> he was sacked six times and turned the ball over twice in that Jaguars game. Should have been three turnovers, too, but one got mm-hmm. overturned. And then only had one garbage touchdown in 185 yards. So I see why they're coming at Wentz. And because, look, quarterbacks are the first to get praise. If your team's winning, they look to your quarterback, say, oh, a phenomenal quarterback play, blah, 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 et cetera. But that's also going to be the first position we look at when we aren't winning. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Hero Ball is basically the only reason why we're at number 15. But I kind of have a problem with that because they didn't talk about anyone else. I know they wrote you know, a three or four sentence paragraph, but the Colts just isn't. It's not all about Carson Wentz. It wasn't just the quarterback play. I, I think we have other players that could vault us a little bit higher than this ranking. So it that's my opinion. No, I, I definitely agree with that. And, you, I mean, again, we at the end of the day, it wouldn't be completely fair to just throw Wentz under the bus because, like you were talking, I know we had a demise in those last two games. And, of course, we had the – multiple people out during uh COVID when we played against the Cardinals, which included four um four offensive linemen and three defensive starters. You know, Darius Leonard was out of that one as well. But Wentz did play. He did decent that game, 18 for 28, 225 and two touchdowns. So, you know, I'm not gonna fully put the blame on him because we did win that game. And I honestly just knew that Cardinals were about to come out there and just put it on us. And it was nice to see that we were able to step up and play through that adversity when four out of your five linemen aren't there, uh, you know, so once he had some composure yeah. in the game, so I definitely am not going to throw him under the bus. And like you said, say that, well, it's the win. It's all about Wentz, And it's, it was his fault that it was the demise of us because we can definitely go down the list and see what riddled us throughout the entire season and, and hurt us the most. So, but I'm not even talking about what, what riddled us. We have Jonathan Taylor. It was not mentioned once. True. There was not one mention of the best running back by far last season in our rankings. That wasn't even – it seemed like that wasn't even factored in. So I I wish he was mentioned, you know, a little bit. <laughs> Just say, hey, they still have Jonathan Taylor. Man, I don't think they're going to put any respect on his name until after this season. 
and and it's it's I don't know why, but I feel like people people they they want to respect him, but again, they use the Carson Wentz as an excuse to bash. You know what I mean? Like it's easy it's easy to throw his name in the mix and and just degrade us as soon as you want to. But it's, it's easy hard. to pick on him. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to say, man, Colt suck. Jonathan Taylor's a dog, but Colt suck. You know what I mean? Like, people don't want to hear that. that. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, well, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna be too critical of these rankings, except for the next segments we're gonna talk about. Oh yeah. So Jamal, two teams that shouldn't be above above us. What what you got for me? Well, the first one goes without saying, uh, you know, it's the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns, man. They, well, they, they came in at this list at number 10 and keep in mind, this list came out before Baker Mayfield was traded to uh, the Panthers, which just happened, but there was no guarantee that they were going to have him or Deshaun at quarterback. And I understand that the Browns offense is solid. Their defense is is really good, but how can you, with a good conscience, put them at ten when we look at the fact that Watson still has all this off-field controversy going on? He's probably going to be suspended for the entire season, if not longer. And you have an unhappy Baker. Baker had even said in an interview just the other day that, you know, basically, in my opinion, what I took out of it was that if the Browns could figure out a way to rekindle the relationship, then he would be willing to come back or at least talk something out. It kind of reminded me of how LeBron, when he left Cleveland and, and they were, you know, like they threw him under the bus and the owner was like, we don't want him back. But then they kind of softened him up and it's like, we want you back. And he came back. I feel like the Browns had the opportunity to do that. They could have just let Baker know, Hey, you know, it's a mutual hatred. We know you don't, we don't want you here. And I'm sure Baker knows that or knew that. And he had a chance to just either A, come back to a a potential playoff caliber team or B, scoot on through if he wanted to. And the Browns, just in classic Browns fashion, found a way to just throw it all away. So I think even with knowing that Baker was still on the roster, they didn't know whether or not they were going to get him back. So that was a little a little hasty to me to say to rank them at 10, because now you got Jacoby Brissett at starting quarterback. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> and he, we, I mean, we saw Jacoby when he was here. <laughs> you know, he's not the most athletic guy out there, and he has all the weapons he needs. But can he capitalize? And I'm sure Browns will do a, a job of searching. But I don't know what they're going to get this late in the off season. So Jacoby may legit be their starter, and I just say that because that should, I, in my personal opinion, that should have been taken into consideration when they're going to rank them that high because. You don't know who's playing quarterback. And again, right. we saw, we saw, even though we had a lot of injuries, we saw what happened with a team that had a good defense and a, and a pretty good offense, but no quarterback with us last year. You know, I think they're assuming Watson is going to play. That's fair. They, they might be throwing in a little bit of uncertainty, but I, I think they're assuming Watson's going to play. I, I I will agree with you before you get to your next team because I had them on my list. You know, Baker Mayfield is now a Panther, which I think the Panthers robbed the Browns at <laughs> yes, gunpoint. they did, boy. Because, look, you can say whatever you want about Baker Mayfield. He's shown he can win. 
He's shown he can win in the playoffs. Then they get to an AFC championship game. Yeah. Against the Chiefs. Yep. And it, it was a pretty close game. Look, for a fifth round pick, conditionally, they just got a quarterback potentially for the future mm-hmm. for a fifth round pick. Uh, I think also the Browns are paying what ten mil of his salary. I they're 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 paying a good chunk, so the Panthers don't even have to pay him that much. The Panthers won that. Look, they I agree with you. They should have done something to keep him. I know he probably didn't want to play back up. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He was drafted, you know, number one overall. But like, at least try to bring him in just in case Watson didn't work out for a exactly. year. But they didn't do that. So, what are you left with, Jacoby Brissett? Y'all already know how I feel about that. <laughs> that boy on Mount Rushmore, baby. Yeah, last year with the Dolphins, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be straight up. He really ain't it. Like, it, it, I, <laughs> bro, I saw it with the Colts the year before that. The Colts. I, I think he might have had one good year with the Colts. Yeah. Um. But yeah, every dog has his day. Sure. He's done nothing to show me that he's more than a backup QB. We're talking 5.7 yards per attempt. Jamal, do you know how low that is? <laughs> just, just ask me the question. <laughs> just, how low is that? He's ranked 33 out of 33 <laughs> qualifying QBs per team rankings. Yikes. 5.7 yards per attempt is the lowest. Um, dead last. So... And if they're looking to really suspend Watson for the entire season, if not indefinitely, like that's who you're looking at. I think they have Joshua Dobbs. Again, they no one's really scared of them. They Browns fans, I I guess they're just on their hands and knees every night hoping Watson can play this season. <laughs> because I don't know <laughs> what what you have, you know, to look forward to. Cause even Baker, he was playing with a torn labrum last year. Mm-hmm. So now he's going to be most likely healthy, playing for the Panthers. And then they play week one. Week one. About to get ugly. About to see that Oklahoma Baker Mayfield out there, boy. Yeah, he going to ball out. He's throwing 400 <laughs> that game if he start over Sam Darnold. But, yeah, with, with the Watson thing looming over their heads, I don't think it's fair to have a team with Kobe Brissett potentially under center to be five spots ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Who, who's right. your next team, bro? Next one, it's gonna be a little controversy right here, but it's just it's and this is what, what if what if it's the same team as me? I gotta it, hear. It. Hey, it could be, but I don't know because this team is ranked. This team is ranked pretty high up there. Oh, a lot. They're not too high up there. A lot. Let me look back at the list. Oh yeah. So we we may be on the same page. I, I got a feeling I know who yours is gonna be, but mine no, you is don't. no. Mine you... is it. Oh, go ahead. What? Nah, I don't think we have the same team. Just All right, don't me that hint. Yeah, Dallas Cowgirls, Dallas Cowboys, okay. whatever you want to call them. Don't matter. We them boys, this our year. Nah, every year. Every, every year. year, Cowboys fans tell us it's our year this year. Every- we got this person now. Oh, man. Yo, they've been saying that since before we were born, bro. Like, they it's tell- crazy. Yeah. They tell me that every year. Crazy. And and it, it makes me so mad because the Cowboys on paper, man, I mean, their numbers are crazy. Their defense was great last year, led the league in t- interceptions at 26 interceptions, led the league in uh, total turnovers, uh, 34. I mean, defense was all over the field. Um, just just phenomenal, phenomenal. Had the 
well, they had the least amount of, uh, they had the lowest amount of penalty yards, I believe, or something. So, so why to... shouldn't they be above us? Damn, dang, Jamal. Hey, I, that's just on defense. We're going to go to offense now. <laughs> Number one scoring offense in the league. The the most yards in the league. I mean, it, it's just crazy. They they were so high. That every year, they do so good. And then it dawned on me, Eric. It dawned on me. When you play in the NFC East, you better ball oh. out like that. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you better be out here every week putting up sixty points. <laughs> like, I mean, it's crazy. It just makes yeah. me so mad though because it's, it's the same thing every year. I, I haven't seen a healthy Zeke in years. You know, even, even when he was out there, still looks mediocre. Dak doing his warmups on the field don't matter. Ain't doing nothing. CD Lamb, eh? You know, not doing nothing. Mark Cooper said he wanted to be the number one receiver in the league last year. Eh? You know, nothing. Michael Parsons, good. Yeah, great. Yeah, he yeah. really good. But they go twelve and five every year. Start off in the start off every year super heavy, super heavy. Then get to the wild card round and just get smoked. It's the same thing every year. So I just can't look at them and Tell say them. with a good conscience they need to be ahead of us. Those stats don't mean anything when they're not able to produce in in the postseason. Yeah, we we play the NFC East this year, so you I know, and we going they, down there to Jerry's world. Look. They better not beat us, bro. I'll be honest with you. The only thing I'm scared of is the the surroundings. I I never been to that stadium, but I've heard it is crazy. It's just big, elusive. You know, massive. The fans, you know, the Cowboys fans. They can be they can be zero and seventeen, and those fans are gonna be out there like they seventeen and zero. They're gonna think they're the seventy two Dolphins out there. So <laughs> it, it's so I think that could be something. I sometimes I just feel like in the limelight. With our, you know, players, they kind of get caught in the moment. So I'm hoping that don't happen because I know D. Leonard ready to shut down Zeke Elliott, who ain't did nothing since he was at Ohio State. I know he ready. Zach Martin ain't ready for DeForest Buckner, Quiddy Pay, Yannick Ngakwe. They ain't ready, bro. I hear you. They not. They ain't them boys no more. They gonna be saying we them toys. What you got, bro? So. I kind I I kind of agree with you. I guess the Cowboys are a little high up there, um, especially after losing Amari Cooper. But the Arizona Cardinals, ooh, I like it. They lost four of their last five regular season games. One of those was to us. Then got bodied by the Rams in the playoffs. The Rams were up on them twenty eight to zero in the third quarter <laughs> in the Thanks. playoffs. You know they got all high pregame. Said you know this our year. And they got waxed. They were just toying with them. Kyler Murray and that offense was shook. But I guess in their defense, they they lost to the Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess the same could be said about the Colts. <laughs> we had a <laughs> we had a meltdown in the final week. So we That's true. And, and we didn't make the playoffs. They had a meltdown, still Yikes. made the playoffs. <laughs> but I do remember I don't it was someone from ESPN. They they were saying the Cardinals were the best team this season like seven weeks in because i think they were undefeated at that point yeah they they start off yeah they started off really hot um i just think we're still slightly better than them i mean we we did beat them i think our running game's better i think the matt ryan upgrade addition of alec pierce they lost uh christian kirk they don't have hopkins for a little while you could say Hollywood Brown has next. I don't really see it. It's just kind of another 
Hollywood Mar- Marquise Brown doesn't seem like a wide receiver one to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're they're without D Hop for a while. Our defense is better. It it just to me, I I think they should be lower than us, even okay. though they have one of the better quarterbacks. But that that's that doesn't complete the team, you know, in my eyes. No, I like that one a lot actually. And I actually forgot about D Hop being out for a couple games uh, for the start of the season. Uh, so that's, that brings up a great point. Uh, I, I agree. I, I can't argue with any of that. Well, let's bump them down. What about two teams that are under us that should be higher? You got any that mm-hmm. you think should be a little higher? Man, this is always hard because I hate going against. But, you know, hot take right here. Mark my words. We got to start out with the obvious, bro. You ready? I'm ready. The, the New York football jets. <laughs> I'm joking, bro. <laughs> oh okay. No, 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 no. Oh, I was like, I was, I was ready to hear this. <laughs> no, I wanted to see no. what you had to say. I was like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> no, 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 what not the Jets. Tell me, <laughs> not the Jets. But my first one is the actually it's the team that's uh right below us. It's the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and this one is a little tough for me because their defense is trash. I mean, they're they're not that good. I think they we just in, we they, just took their coordinator. Don't scare me like that. Well, you know, we got better defensive players. Their coordinator, I ain't going to blame him for everything, but I think their defense finished like 26 in the league last year. Uh, so at the mm. bottom, obviously bottom six, that's that's not good at all. That that definitely scares me. Uh, I'm hoping that our players are more developed. You know, we got more seasoned vets in there. So, and, and again, with the schemes not being too terribly different, hopefully it'll complement us versus, versus hurt us. Um, but that definitely is a concern. I, I would be a liar if I didn't say that. But the only reason why I put them where I said that they, you know, they could be ahead of us is because of the addition of Devontae Adams. I mean, a dog. We know him and Der- uh, him and Derek Carr. They were they were went to college together. Um, obviously, they got Hunter Renfro, who carved us up last year. That, that actually, that I think that was his, one of his best games of the season when he carved us up last year. And uh, that meltdown, I was at the game and. He only had nine passes, but I swear to you, I or nine catches, but I swear to you, I heard his name go off on the intercom like thirty times. That's he was a lot doing, of catches. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot. He had a, I think it was ninety or nine catches, seventy six yards, and two touchdowns or something. He he balled out and just carved us up in the second half, and that was without Darren Waller. And now you know, so I mean, now they got they got Waller, they got Renfro, they got Adams. That's a pretty good receiving core for Derek Carr, who's not afraid to to put it, you know, to put the ball on the line. He'll, he'll throw it to anybody who's out there. So I think that as long as they are able to score more than the team they're playing, they may be in business this year. You know, not not anything special, but they could be a they could be an overall pretty pretty decent team because they have the weapons on offense to score points. It's just a matter of can they score more than the next team. Um, so defense aside, you know, with, like I said, the pickup of Adams, I, I really feel like they're a team who I could have seen if they would have been higher, I wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been the end of the world for me. We'll be back after a quick break. If, if you look really well at the revenues of the different clubs and so on, like AC Milan, uh, has had, uh, a kind of dark time of uh, around the yeah. decade, right? You know, we, we kind of. Uh, 15 years ago, we were leveled with Man United in terms of revenues, uh-huh. uh, Madrid and Barca, right? Sure. Like they've all taken off. They've all really developed commercially. AC Milan kind of stayed pretty much flat in terms of revenues until like three years ago, 
the new kind of leadership team came on board and started looking at things in a in a in a different way. So we also acknowledge, you know, we 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 have a lot to do, uh, a lot. Devontae Adams, I think, is the best receiver in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So I can't argue with you on that. And Derek Carr is great. He's he's a good quarterback. It could be scary. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be Aaron Rodgers, Adams scary, but Devontae Adams, best wide receiver in the league right now, in my opinion. Yeah. Number two, number two, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins picked up easily a top five receiver. I don't know where you necessarily want to rank him in the top five. Um, I think this year will definitely show a lot of who he really is. Um, But Tyreek Hills, we know we're talking about. But even with the addition of Tyreek Hill, we got to remember that Jalen Waddle still there, who's still there, who had a thousand yards receiving last year, a thousand plus. I mean, great. This this is kind of setting two up for, you know, for some success. I know they had a rough time with the O-line last year. It wasn't the best O-line. PFF graded it as the worst O-line. <laughs> so are we going to address that elephant? Yeah, it's, it's really far from the best. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, <laughs> and I know there's always talk about Tua's arm, blah, 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 blah. But now when I think about, man, when they're out there playing, you can't double coverage Waddle. You know, you got you got to worry about Hill now. So I think I don't know. I think that should be interesting to see. And and I forgot. You know, also the Dolphins have Mike Gazetsky, Gazetsky, who had Mike Gesicki, Gesicki. Sorry, seventy three catches, seven hundred eighty yards, and two touchdowns last year, and it was pretty big. So they got you know a decent supporting cast right there. So I think that as long as the offensive line can play, I mean, I don't know, a little better than they played last year and not be ranked last. Um, I think that it should be a pretty, you know, pretty decent, pretty decent chance for them because the defense was pretty good last year as well. Um, they, they posted the third highest pressure rate at 28.5% and the seventh lowest quarterback rating allowed at 85.4% during the regular season. So, I mean, the defense was definitely there. Uh, so, I just really feel that if the O-line can step and play a little better, we see if Tyreek Hill was who he really is when he was in Kansas City. Jalen Waddle can maybe ball out again this year. And Tua, we may see some, we may see some Alabama Tua, you know. He's he's been kind of down and out since I feel like since he's been in the league, since the hip injury and everything. But I think that this may be his year to come out and blossom a little bit and kind of show that, you know, he he is he is that guy from Miami. Yeah. Tua, this is a make-it-or-break-it year for him. I agree with you. Not only do I agree, I have the Dolphins on my list. Um, Like you were saying, they have some great weapons. They have Tyree Kill, who is probably the most dynamic wide receiver in the league. And I say that as as far as... So Devontae Adams is the best, but Tyree Kill, you have to change the way you play defense for him. He's just that good down the field what he can do after the catch just it's it's crazy you have to make sure he doesn't break that top of your defense because then it's a 70 yard touchdown so one of the scariest offensive threats in the nfl the cheetah they have mike Gesicki, they have Jalen waddle who's proven that he's 
he's nice. Um, their head coach spot is still a mystery in Mike McDaniel, but he comes from a successful organization under the Kyle Shanahan tree. Now, a lot of those coaches under that tree have been successful. So that's trending up. They added Teron Armstead, one of the best tackles when healthy. Connor Williams from the Cowboys. That offensive line got it, it's bolstered up. Added Chase Edmonds and Sony Michelle. I mean, they've done a lot to this offense. So this is why everyone's saying this is to his year. They don't care if he get hurt. They don't care if he don't ball out. If, if Tua don't, or they do care if he ball out. Because <laughs> if he don't, he's getting replaced <laughs> in that in next year's draft, most likely. Um, but that, yeah, that team won nine games last year, even even with that trash offensive line. It's crazy. Um, yeah, and then they've upgraded their offense in many areas. That's a team definitely to to watch for. It it should be fun to watch them. My second team. Oof, this is going to be tough to say. <laughs> Dude, pick the Jets is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, uh, I I, want to hear it because I, look, they, look, look. I thought about it. I thought about them. Look, look. All I asked was two teams that are under us that should be higher. I didn't say higher than us. I didn't Ooh. say higher by this many spots. I just said higher. So, look, the Jaguars, they had a bottom five coach of all time. Maybe bottom one. I, I Urban Meyer, <laughs> between Cam Cameron, Hugh Jackson, Urban Meyer, I don't know. It's a toss-up for me. But, I mean, that man was getting drunk and dancing up on girls after going 0-4. <laughs> like, that night, man, Bro, they lost the wow. game, and he went, <laughs> yo, he went out in the club like he won. Your, your team just lost by 37 points. Go ahead. <laughs> you need to go to the film room. What what are you doing? Yeah, he hired an alleged racist as his strength and conditioning coach, Chris Doyle from Iowa. So I, I want to say alleged racist, but over 50 players attested to it. You know, I uh, that's a full roster. Yeah, I look. He say, she say, I don't know. But that that's a lot of people who said, you know, he he created a racist culture. And you still hired him. So there's got to be some way behind that. He benched James Robinson for no reason. I think even Trevor Lawrence came out and said, I don't know what my coach is doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, pretty terrible year for Urban Meyer. Pretty terrible just for the Jaguars organization. I see why they dressed up as clowns. But now they have Doug Peterson. Someone who's had success coaching in the NFL, mm-hmm. someone who used to play quarterback behind Brett Favre most, you know, most of his um, NFL career, but he played quarterback. He can help develop a quarterback that they just drafted, who's going to be a sophomore that's proclaimed to be the ultimate prototype for today's brand of franchise quarterback. They they compared him to Andrew Luck as far as yeah. prospect grade. Mm-hmm. So Trevor Lawrence has some big shoes to fill. But bringing in Doug Peterson, I think, is a big addition. I think it's going to change the Jaguars. It's going to raise their floor. It'll probably take a while, but, you know, they're, let's see how low they are on the rankings, 27. They're, I think they could be higher, maybe, than the Jets, maybe higher than the Giants, maybe, you know. I think they could be higher. But those those are my two teams. You know, that and, that, and the thing that scares me the most about Doug Peterson going there, obviously, 
we know him and Reich's history together. When they were in Philly, they won the Super Bowl together. Yada, yada, yada. Bro, that makes me nervous when we have to go down there and play because you know Doug is in the lab every day cooking. And it's... It, it, <laughs> Look, we'll and, cross that bridge when it comes, man. Don't don't even bring it up. That's scary. Yeah, all right. You're right. We won't a go scary down hours. That, that, that Going into a, Jacksonville. <laughs> that'll be a pregame episode. <laughs> yeah, that's... Oof. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us, folks. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Colts cast today. Please be sure to check out uh, Sam Monson's PFF rankings. They're, they're really good. We just... We're trying to move them around to our liking. We release episodes every Monday and Friday morning. Go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. We'll be back on Monday to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. You guys have a great weekend. Be easy.